Welcome to the Stoic Fatherhood Podcast. This is Chance Hood. Today we're going to be talking about time and our measure of it, and how we can have a perspective on our time that will lead us to be the best fathers we can be. I want to introduce you today to another important Stoic philosopher that you'll hear a lot from in this podcast. His name was Seneca. Seneca was a Roman philosopher, statesman, playwright who lived in the first century. He was well known during his lifetime in the Roman Empire and a member of the Stoic School of Philosophy. Now, if you've never heard of the Stoic School of Philosophy, it's not like a general grouping of like-minded people that we've come to sense recognize. It was an actual school founded by Zeno of Sidium in the 3rd century BC, so 300 to 400 years prior to Seneca's arrival. Seneca was an advisor to the Emperor Nero and wrote many books and manuscripts. There's a lot of interesting history there that maybe we'll touch on in the future, but today the book I'll be reading from is titled On the Shortness of Life. And it is a very short book, barely 40 pages. If you get the opportunity, it is worth the read. Okay, this is from chapter 3. Seneca writes, quote, Men do not suffer anyone to seize their estates, and they rush to stones and arms if there is even the slightest dispute about the limit of their lands, yet they allow others to trespass upon their life. Nay, they themselves even lead in those who will eventually possess it. No one is found who is willing to distribute his money, yet how many does each one of us distribute his life? End quote. Seneca is writing here about the dichotomy or the misjudgment we have as humans when we interpret the value of our material possessions compared to our time, when time should be the most important of our possessions. Seneca said, men do not suffer anyone to seize their estates. You know, how true that is. How offended do you become when you realize someone has stolen something from you? I believe it is in our nature to guard our resources, and there is likely an evolutionary reason for this. The attractiveness of a man to his potential mates has a direct connection to his accumulation of resources and his ability to provide for future offspring. But the Stoics argued we should be governed by rational arguments and in accordance with reason. We no longer must be driven by the full weight of our animal instincts. It's possible to be wronged and not spend your days seeking revenge. It's possible to guard your time as closely as you guard your things or your money. We'll give a nod to the old Stoics and ask, what is more rational than recognizing the fleeting nature of time? So, after Seneca asks his students to recognize how quick we are to guard our material goods, he then asks why we allow others to trespass on our lives. Going back to the text, he said, No one is found who is willing to distribute his money, yet how many does each one of us distribute his life? Now let's make that connection to our lives as a father. Ask yourself, how many moments with your child have been interrupted by a non-urgent work email or work call? The familiar ding or buzz from that distraction in your pocket? Isn't it Saturday? Isn't it Thursday night when your son has been looking forward to playing ball with his dad? Whether it's sport or board games or pretend, is now the time when you should be open to distractions. If you have an older child now, maybe they even have a phone in their hands most of the time, how many more moments are you going to have to connect with them? Do you need that distraction now? Seneca takes it further. We ourselves lead in those who will possess it. This is beautiful. It applies to our modern lives 
perfectly. You made the decision to download that app, didn't you? Ask yourself, how many hours have you spent mindlessly scrolling social media when your son or daughter is right in front of you? You made the decision to turn on notifications at all hours of the day so you could be distracted. What control do you have over your life if a notification can rip you away at any moment from your present activity? Let's go back to Seneca's writing. He continues, quote, In guarding their fortune, men are often close-fisted, yet when it comes to the matter of wasting time, in the case of the one thing in which it is right to be most miserly, they show themselves most prodigal, end quote. Meaning, we guard our money and possessions most strongly, but freely giving up the one thing we can never get back, the one thing for which we should be most greedy. I recently took a long journey down my Google photo collection of my son, who is now six. I spent a lot of time with him when he was one and two and three. Let me share something with you for those of you who have babies or toddlers. When I watch videos of him at that age, I barely remember the boy. As I write this episode, the tears dot the note in front of me. Time passes no matter what we do with it. I urge you to take control of your life. Look for people on their deathbed who say they wish they had worked more or had spent more time in leisure. They will be hard to find. The regrets are always that we don't have more time with loved ones. It was squandered when the time was now. But thankfully, it is always now, and we can seize those moments while they still exist. So let's get to the intention for the week. Step one is identifying where you're losing hours with your children. Is it working during time that should be set aside for family? Set a boundary and stick to it. Is it watching two hours of TV every night before your kid goes to bed? Or even an hour? Is that the memory you want your kids to have of you vegging out at the TV after they ask you to build Legos or play Minecraft or hear stories about their day or show you a video they made? Set a strict boundary and stick to it. Is it death scrolling on your phone while your daughter wants to color with you? Consider the fact there will come a day when she asks you to color for the last time. Maybe your kids are older and don't necessarily want to always be with dad. It's just easier to let them play video games or look at their phone. The days when you can easily spend a Saturday together are slipping by. There is something each one of us do on a regular basis that is unnecessary and standing in the way of you being the father that you want to be. Seneca asked us earlier, how few days have passed as you intended? Do you truly intend to spend over an hour a day on your phone or over two hours a day? We have families. Is that how the man of the house should spend his time? Upon reflection, the answer is an obvious no. It's difficult to be honest with yourself in the privacy of your own mind. Or it is for me. Some days I fail. But you should try every day. Can you really delete your Facebook or Twitter or Instagram? Yes, in one minute you can. And it will transform your life. I'm not saying you should delete those accounts. That's up to you. Maybe it's turning off the phone entirely from 6 to 8 every evening. Or even from 6 to 7. Or maybe it's in the morning before your kids go out. Whatever it is. I encourage you to find one thing, one part of the day that's slipping away from you. It's stealing your time and take control. That's the intention for the week. Do it this week. Set that boundary, stick to it, and instantly become a better father. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Stoic Fatherhood Podcast, and I hope you found it useful. Keep working on being the best dad you can be. It is a process, and none of us are perfect. I hope you'll join me next week. Until then, take care. Mm-hmm.